Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Dougie. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. <laughs> His best figures in Test Match cricket. And Dougie, Dougie, Dougie uh, is joining us now at Sports Day. How are you, Doug, Doug Bollinger? How are we, fellas? What's happening? Hey, can, I, can we ask you, based on our topic tonight, some of the great signings in sport yep. that have worked out on big money. What's someone in the BBL? As we're on the cusp of BBL again. What, Bollinger, what's some of the, Bollinger the was pretty good. Bollinger was all right. <laughs> I'll give you one. For, um, can I give you one for this year, boys? Yep. Shane Billings. Tell me. Shane Billings to the Heat. Sam Billings. Sam even? Billings. Sorry, Sam Billings oh, to the Heat. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? No, and he's got his friend I, Shane. I, am I talking on a? Am I talking on a sports <laughs> radio channel? Right on, mate. Right on. There um, are others. I reckon Dwayne Bravo was pretty good. Yes. Mm. He was pretty good. I, I thought he well. Uh, he done well. Mate, there's been a lot of signings. Shane Warne, he was a pretty good player, wasn't he? Did Brendan McCullum? Did yeah, you know, both he and Chris Lynn. Did they reach the heights that the Heat should have reached? Probably not. No. Nah. Mm. I wonder how uh, Lynn... that's okay. Like that's what you do. You could say um, young Vince for the Sixers. He, you know, he's done very, very well for the Sixers. Um, oh, I don't know what money they're on, but they they done really well because they just kept it simple. Yeah. Hey Dougie, what can we expect from Linny in Adelaide this year? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, some good Sixers. He's playing on a pretty good wicket, so um, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be wanting to get back some form with the BBL and. 2020 cricket and try and stay fit for a whole series. So I'm pretty sure he'd be frustrated with past seasons gone by, mate. With those big veneer teeth that he's got now. <laughs> As well, he an apple through a picket fence. He could. Now, uh, this test match, second test match against the West Indies. I was, I was really proud of the West Indies, the way they tried to fight back in, in day five, uh, Dougie. But the day-night test match in Adelaide, can you educate myself and the listeners, what's the difference between the red ball and the pink ball? Is there much different at all? No, not much, mate. Um, I think that goes by the, the the depends on the length of the grass on the wicket. I think they put it like six or eight mil, which is the handy. But I'm, you know, I was one of those guys that was pretty skeptical on the day night test, but I'm all for it now. I think it's I think it's wonderful. It's and especially large test in Pen, uh, in Perth. You know, it doesn't start till two twenty two thirty in the Arvo. I think it's great. You get home from work and you sit down and relax and just and just watch it. I think it's great. But I don't think much is completely different with the pink ball. It's just um, the length on the, on the grass on the wicket, fellas. Is is test cricket dying? I'm seeing lots of experts coming out saying we're playing too much cricket. Test cricket is being the victim of, and ODIs, of the, the, the phenomenon that yep. is T20 cricket. Is it dying? Because I, I, I tell you what, I know we in this studio would rather watch test cricket over any other sort of cricket. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, they've been they've been saying that for years now, haven't they? And and it's quite frustrating. But I don't think I don't think it's dying, mate. Like Australia won a really good Test match, last Test match in Perth. I think the West Indies just, if you guys understand it, you know they just got their lengths a bit too short and too full. Um, and Marnus and and Davey and all the Stephen Smith, they just pounced on it, guys. Um, as you probably saw. Mm. Um, so and it's pretty hard to you know to start your Test series in in Perth as well, but. 
No, I don't think it's I don't think it's dying, mate. We've got an, we've got an Ashes coming up next year in England, which is always exciting. Um, I think SCN should take us over there, and we should do a live road broadcast over there. What do you yeah, reckon? I, re- I reckon. Good luck with that. You lead with that, would you, Dougie, for us all? Hey, I'm just thinking about going back to that Test match <laughs> that finished a couple of days ago between England and Pakistan. How do yep. we get more test matches like that? How do we? I know we can't always go down to the last ten minutes of a test match, but geez, it was good aggressive yep. cricket from both sides, wasn't it? Absolutely, mate, and that's and that's what we grew up watching. You, you, you does, and we used to say that, and they still say it now. Like it don't, doesn't matter if it's to the last over, the last hour, the last session. You got to keep going, and, and it, it made for a wonderful test match because I think early on they were just smashing the wicket and too many runs and this and that, and mm. one, you know, uh, root batted left-handed and that, but it came down to the last over the last ball, and, you know, that's what you want to see. That's what happened, what was it, two years ago when India played Australia at the Gabba? Mm. You know, everyone thought that was one of the best test matches ever. So um, that, that's what you want to see, and that's what test match is. That's why it's called test cricket. Yeah. Now, just back on the Australian side and Pat Cummins, uh, when he went back on the field with what was, you know, he, he was in discomfort with that, that quad injury, and... And a lot of the, the commentators, Dougie, were saying, I don't know why he's, why he's out there. Why is he out there? He can't run. He can't stretch out. Do you think there was more to that from a Pat Cummins point of view? Do you think he wanted to try and prove to a lot of Australian cricketing fans that he's willing to go through the pain barrier to, to represent his country? Because there are a lot of sports fans, and we've had a lot of listeners that believe that the reason why they don't want to watch cricket is because of some of the wokeism from from Pat Cummins. Do you think that was more of a message from Pat to go back out? Absolutely. I think, to me, that just smell, uh, smells... That spells um, born leader. Um, I just think, you know, he could have easily went, yep, Smithy, you'll be captain. You guys, you'll be right, gone off the field. But that just shows a born leader, a tough kid from the west, west of Sydney. And I think that just shows, like, same as you guys playing footy back in the day. You know, a couple of guys obviously got hit, but they stayed on there to show you know, that you're in it together. Um, and I, I think that shows a true leader. Um, you go back to, you know, Alan Border facing the West Indies with no grill on his helmet. You know, hmm. he, he stuck it out there. Um, see Steve Wall getting 100 with a torn hamstring. Um, hmm. That's what you want your captain to do. That's how you get your brothers and 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 your team behind you. Um, I, I think it's very honourable. And you know what, if he's going to hurt himself properly to miss a test match, I'd, I'd, I'd be playing under him any time. Yeah, well said. Well said. He, you know, he... He won me back a little bit when I saw that the other day as well. Now, talk about true battlers. Nathan Lyon needs one wicket to be the, the greatest test bowler in 140 years of test cricket, the Adelaide Oval. He's equal with Shane Warne at the moment. In 20 years' time, yep. Dougie, will we be sitting back and talking about Nathan Lyon as one of our great test bowlers, much like we do with you know, Lily, Thompson, McGrath, Warne and co? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so, and you know what, he's got one more wicket, but he'd still be saying to himself, I'm going to get dropped. Oh, there's no doubt I'm getting dropped. No, he'd be the most <laughs> nervous bloke in the world. And, and good luck to him. And from where from where he started back in 2020, cricket playing for South Australia back in the day, to where he is now, it's an unbelievable feat for a, a ripping bloke as well. Um, yeah, but, and, and good on him. He's worked hard. He's he's had the ups and downs. And he's had, he's had to go the long way around it, if you mean being a spinner. But he, he's shown everyone what he can do. And he's a match winner. And... And I wish him all the best with it. Hey, um, good to see Smithy uh, taking over as captain uh, tomorrow. He didn't, I think it was that Adelaide Oval last year in the corresponding test match because uh, Cummins had COVID. It was all the year before and he had to fly home. 
Uh, you're all for that, are you, Dougie? And what are your thoughts on, on, on Dave Warner and this leadership, you know, debacle? Why can't Dave Warner go back and take on a leadership role? Hasn't he served his time? Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think he's served his time. But I just think with the way Smithy's batting and playing, not saying that Dave is not doing well, I think he'd be a wonderful captain. I think it's just an easy transition. You know, Smithy's been a captain in the past. Um, I think he just moves into that very, very well. And, yeah, I think Smithy would be a great captain. But I think just going forward, probably for a test or two, it's just an easy pathway for Smithy to get in there, do it again, even though, you know, it's, things have happened and I don't know about you but I'm overhearing about all that rubbish that happened years ago you know we'll stop asking Um, and you know one of those things but let's go another side who are your favourite players to play with and against guys back in the day oh I was a I was a massive Craig Gow fan I just I just knew when you looked across the dressing shed he was a guy he was he would he played with the most amount of injury I've ever seen one human being play play with. Just constant needles. Did you get much of Steve Carter at the end or not really? No, yeah, I played with Steve Carter. I played three years with, with Scarter. He was a great player. He was he used to get under the he grill. Like it, was he like just hard and tough and just would try and tackle everything? Because that's what I saw on the TV. He used to get under the grill of some of the real big players and take their mind off mm-hmm. the game. He used to somehow be able to get a penalty out of them. He'd He'd frustrate them. And I'll tell you what, if Steve Carter walked up to you on the field and said, I want to fight you, you'd fight him every day of the week. If he said, I want to fight you in the car park. Really? No way in the world. He'd gouge you, he'd bite you, he'd <laughs> kick you, he'd, he'd hit you with a 4B2. Oh, God, he was tough. And he's a great player as well. Group again, yeah. Especially back out in Panthers back in those days, it would have been unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, Dougie, before we let you go, a lot of our listeners tonight are weighing in on, on, a, on a question we just threw out there, which... Australian fast bowler, yep. or any fast bowler in the world of cricket, I should say, that you would have hated to face. Now, apart from yourself, uh, Bing Lee's getting quite a few mentions. We mentioned Jeff Thompson. Malcolm Marshall. Yeah, any West Indian bowler. Was there someone that, you know, like, had you on the back foot? Uh, that I watched or played against. Oh, uh, either Sean or, Tate mate. was pretty hard. Yep. Either or, Sean Tate. Um, we played a one-day game in Adelaide, and he had no idea where they were going. Um, he, we played a one-day final in Adelaide. He got seven for 40, and he bowled 20 wides. Um, I, I, ne- I never... <laughs> and uh, Dale Stain, I think, um, mm. would have been really fun to, if I was a batter. Uh, but I reckon, if you go back in the day, if you look over in England, um, I, I don't know what chess matches they were, Wacker Eunice. Yeah. When they, were, when they were swinging the ball and reversing the ball, um, he bowled some terrifying spells and balls. I, I really, with these really slingy action, I reckon he would have been horrible. Yeah, rightio. We'll keep your text coming through on that 0457 736 736. Big Bash starts next Tuesday. Dougie will be commentating again this year for Big Bash Nation next Friday. You've got the Sydney Thunder versus the Adelaide Strikers. You'll get first uh, crack at uh, Linney. Yeah, it'll be good fun. Um, it's good to see the BBL back. I hope the crowds. Um, I hope the crowds come in this year because it's been a bit quiet the past couple of years under certain circumstances. But it'll be good fun. Um, I'm glad Scott Boland's been picked for this Test match. And how good's you know, that? I'm going to really, really thank my awesome um, commentating this year, and I can't wait to see you at the boathouse soon, Sats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to have a beer there. All right, Dougie. Dougie and I. Thank you, mate. We appreciate your time I'm on Sports Day. 
guys all night. I, I could talk to you guys all night. Well, you just t- you stick on the phone yeah. if you like, mate, uh, and we'll just throw to you well, every my wife, now and then. Well, my wife, said, my wife said to me, I want to go for a beer and a bit of a bet. She goes, go to this pub, there's a yacht inside it. And I'm like, you're an idiot. No way. There's no way there's a pub with a yacht in it. And I walked there from Dreamworld, and guess what? There was a yacht in it. No, yep. it's my favourite pub ever. You walked from Dreamworld? Oh, it's not that too far, is nah. it? No, no. Rightio, no, mate. I, I can walk. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we'd be we'd be uh, we'd be happy to do a pub tour of the Goldie for you, mate. Next time you're out, Dougie Dougie Bollinger. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and don't forget you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, six pm or five pm Queensland time.